And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. Hey there. Hey, hey. I just got caught up listening to... I didn't even know you had a podcast in 2017. Yeah, uh, for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I got caught uh, up listening to you and Tyler. Yeah, oh, cool, cool, man. Yeah, that was fun. It's just I don't have a lot of time to do that between making stuff. And so I miss doing it. So this is great that we're doing this. Yeah. It was, uh, and I went into it not knowing because each one is named like something that is like over my head. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And it I was tried to make it obtuse. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it was all about like nuclear power and stuff. And, oh, that's a good episode. Yeah. Cause Tyler yeah. was on a couple of them, but, uh, that one was interesting. I like that. Cause Tyler grew up in, in like a, a pro Ronald Reagan household. Yeah. And I grew up in the opposite. And so it was neat to have that conversation with him. But we we both were kids of the 80s that were terrified of the world blowing up. And now look at us. I mean, we're yeah. terrified of the world blowing up, catching fire, <laughs> COVID, monkeypox, uh, yeah. pronouns some people are terrified of. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, those, as a weird segment, those things, like those people are, are so funny to me when they are so afraid of things like pronouns. It's like, man, it's like, you, you lose nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's nothing's being taken from you. Yeah. yeah. You have to add one of my favorite thing. Uh, I work with a guy, he's like uh, 50 something years old and he, we work with teenagers. And so he's encountering kids that are of figuring course. out who they are. And yeah. yeah. Um, and he is the worst at the pronoun thing, but will work so hard. Oh man, that's yeah. all you can ask for. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's an old dog, so yeah, <laughs> he's got to learn. So funny, got to learn new tricks. But yeah, at least he's trying, man. Yeah, that's and the kids good. are generous. They're super good. nice. Yeah, good, good. They like uh, one of them is the sweetest. She uh, walked up and she and uh, he had referenced her as he, and she goes, "No, let me remind. I'm. Uh, it's she." And yeah. he was like, my bad. I, he was like, yeah, it was yeah, the that's, best. That's all you can hope for, man. I mean, yeah. if you're going to mess it up, to, to just admit that you messed it up. And, yeah. you know, I look at it this way. It's like I walk up to you and say, hi, I'm Todd. And you go, nice to meet you, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> I go, no, but I, I, I'm Todd. And I prefer you call me that because that's yeah. what I call me. And you just continue to go, all right, Susan. I'll be like, all right listen pal you yeah I mean? so you just gotta honor what a person wants to be 
Have you happened to see that uh, there was a meme that came out about it that was, I don't know who was tweeting it back and forth. It was the an old Pizza Hut building and, the, uh-huh. and they were like, we know what this is. It will never be something different. And then someone tweeted down, they're like, I'm going to use this as a good point. Yes. And they showed one that had been turned into a tax company. Yep. And they were like, if you walked in there and screamed for pizza, we would look yeah. at you like you're crazy. Yeah, they're not, they're not gonna, they're yeah. not gonna give you pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Hey, I'm stoked that you're on. Please introduce yeah. yourself before we do anything else. Yeah, yeah. We just got into it right away. Uh well, my name is Todd Rogers. And uh this thing I do is called junk fed. Yeah. That's about the size of it. Yeah, I'm out of Connecticut. Uh, a New Englander, so you'll probably hear the R's drop off my sentences now and again, because <laughs> uh, uh, over here we got no use for R's. Yeah. <laughs> Can we? I gotta ask just about the name. You settled on junk fed at some point, yeah, and that you dove headfirst into it and doubled down on it. Where's that coming from? I labored over it, actually. Um, I knew that I, well, the whole thing that I'm doing that is now called Junk Fed Mm -hmm. started in 2013. And it was me. um, (laughs) I'll be honest, it was first uh, an Instagram handle. um, But what I was on there for was vintage toys. I was showing my my collection. I was checking out other people's collections. and then, you know, the toy art was close behind that. But yeah. um, so I labored over a name and I, I knew that I wanted to be all about the vintage toys and and also about nostalgia in general. Uh, at the same time that I started up my Instagram account, I started a blog and I, I just started writing about things, memories from childhood, formative years, uh, things that that were you know wistful looks back into childhood and yeah. some some at some points painful uh looks back into childhood I yeah mean, it was an all it was an all a golden nostalgic happy time so i thought it was worth exploring and doing that online i found that i started to learn more or become more myself mm-hmm. like i was like these are these facets of myself that i don't really speak about and here I was engaging with people, people would comment and and say, Hey, it's so cool that you shared that my family was that way too. Or we had that restaurant in our town or yeah. Yeah. And it, it was just a way of kind of like really going back through my life and going, all right, all of these disparate parts are not disparate at all. They're all a part of, uh, of the whole, the whole me. And I just started to really feel like fully me. Uh, So you asked about the name and I just went off on a tangent, but I thought (laughs) back to my childhood and I thought of all the stuff they, they pumped into us. Um, Sugary cereals, greasy fast food, happy meals. And, and uh, you know, and they, they sold us every, every formed plastic and every character that we wanted to me that like as a large largely um like if you were to look at american culture at large i'd say most folks would go yeah it's kind of a a junk food culture it's a junk food we a lot of things are made to be temporary quick uh satisfying distractions and it was very much that way in the 80s um 
I was plopped down in front of a TV. Yeah. And that's where I learned half of the shit I know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for better or worse, man, because yeah. some things on TV, uh, lots of things on TV aren't right or, yeah. or exactly, you know. Uh, so that's what it came to. I thought of myself as like a grass fed cattle, but junk fed. Yeah. Like you were just. Here, kid, have Burger King, but you also get Star Wars glasses with it and yep. cartoons on Sunday and cereal <laughs> with the cartoon that you're. It's like it was all just crammed in our faces. Uh, yeah. Soda pop, fizzy, fried, fried upbringing. So that's where that came from. Yeah. So uh, it's funny. People still will call me junk fed. They're like, hey, hi, Mr. Fed. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Todd. Yeah. It's just the thing, you know? So yeah, yeah, that's where it came from. I, as you're talking so many things of like past soda companies that don't exist anymore. Oh yeah. Crystal Pepsi, like dinners, like all of these things are going through my head. Cause I remember sitting, I I was, I uh, was born in 90. So I didn't get all the beauty of the eighties. Right. But I remember being like in front of the TV just shoveling sugary oh, cereal. You you were probably one of the last, like the last generations, you know, yeah. like some of the 90s kids. Uh, yeah, uh, like I don't think kids pass the nine. Oh, I don't talk to many people, <laughs> young, young, young children. These yeah. Days. But uh, yeah, I think like the 90s was that last era of it's OK to just cram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, premiums and tie-ins down these kids throats so they can pull on their uh parents purse strings and go i want that yeah uh yeah so you got some of it you got some good stuff man and it's like so ingrained the thing that is ingrained most for me we didn't so i think laws had gone into effect with cartoons and them marketing toys i think by that point things had happened but we had it was between every show or on every commercial break, those things where you like call in and it's like, uh-huh. we get this magic marker or you get the zoo books. Yep. Or, yeah. And I, uh, I spent weeks compiling all of them at one point and I showed I all these teenagers and they were like, why would you want that? And I was like, well, imagine you didn't have a computer in your pocket right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, the right. magic marker is all I got. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's rad. That's very, I mean, it's very similar to the, you know, you, you were getting the ads in between the, the uh, cartoons or whatever to call yeah. in. Uh, we were getting the the comic book ads or, yeah. I mean, we had call in stuff too. Um, but yeah, that we were sold to. And I largely enjoyed that facet of my childhood the the mm-hmm. colorful the entertaining yeah uh the the fun stuff um but thinking back through it it's all tied to the real stuff the things that hurt the things that yeah felt great it's so to me they're like collecting and even making art that is primarily nostalgia based it's it's like they're all totems of moments in time for me. So like mm-hmm. if I have a Shogun Godzilla, it means more than I just wanted a Shogun Godzilla. There was yeah. like some, like that toy in particular, my best friend had when we were like six and I, I wanted it and, but my family couldn't afford it. So 
I lived vicariously through him, but only got to see Shogun Godzilla when he felt like playing with it. Yeah. And you know, when I got to be an adult and could afford my own, I was like, I'm going to get my own and play with it whenever <laughs> I want. How many yeah. times do you think I've played with it? At once at most. Once. Yeah. <laughs> on the shelf. Yeah. It looks great on the shelf, man. <laughs> I do the same thing but... with the old uh, Power Rangers Megazord. Right on. My yeah. older brother had them all, had everything, yeah. and would would do the like most fiendish thing. Say like, "Yes, we're gonna play with toys. Give me the like the one ranger, and he'd have the Megazord, and then it would go on the top shelf." That's weak. And it's like I hate you. <laughs> like, like yeah. you're just yeah. my step sibling, but you are the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah. so now I bought it and uh, my wife at one point was like, are you going to play with this? And I was like, yeah, let me show you how to build it. That was the last time I That's touched it. it. Yeah. 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 I, when I start to think too hard of that second part of collecting, I'm like, yeah. why the hell, why do we do this? Why do we fill up our space with these things? But yeah, we're really saving the earth. We are. We are, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Had ourselves on the back for uh Keeping things out of landfills. Yeah, you're welcome, world. Uh, you're welcome, world. I think what's crazy, you're describing something that cuts super to the core of all of these things are tied. Like, mm-hmm. I, like there's a reason we were sitting in front of the TV. There's a reason that, like, yeah. we had the quickest of the foods to eat. There's a reason that the first couple toys I collected were from the only child photos I had. Yeah. And so it's like, those yeah. things are so tied to all that. And it when you start digging it makes me not want to be around toys anymore because like this is painful now yeah it starts i mean uh, it, the nostalgia can both be like such a comfort and, and painful yeah it, it certainly can be um and that always that fascinates me uh early on in doing my blog i even did a little bit of research on on nostalgia and how uh they had found in soldiers like early on when mm. the people were starting to to conceive of what nostalgia is they uh they it was an illness soldiers would suffer from nostalgia when they were away (laughs) from no they were terrified of being killed and would rather be home somewhere safe so yeah that nostalgia means largely safety but sometimes even that safety doesn't feel so safe and it feels awful uh but a curious thing i found is that in some studies they could find that people who are freezing mm-hmm. if, if they literally take themselves in their minds to a happy place and 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 conjure something nostalgic their body temperature can rise a few degrees okay so it, it you know the mind body connection in that respect is fascinating so yeah i i just when junk fed started and i was writing about things and i've always i've always been an artist uh i've been drawing since I was three years old and like at around 20, I started doing art commercially. So mm-hmm. it's always been my want to create. Um, so as junk fed got going, I'm like, well, there needs to be a more creative facet to this. And that's where the toy stuff just, I already yeah. was collecting uh, vintage toys. So it's just how it, it wasn't far for me to take my Star Trek figure and dunk them in some silicone and, and, and go you know, yeah. as it were. And that's what happened. You messed with one of the toys that, so we talk about like nostalgia and we talk about the landfill stuff, your dioramas, mm-hmm. like 
there's something about those uh dinosaur toys that are mm-hmm. just they have no it's you couldn't identify the factory they came out of they just yeah. look so generic constantly yeah i um, mean yeah it's weird like the little ones all the way to the big ones and you are repurposing creating these dioramas and taking them off the like market and out of the landfills yeah uh, in a way yeah and i just like as we are circling around the words of nostalgia and like what we do with these toys it's it's bleeding into your like you can see it from the outside which is so cool to hear and see all together that makes me so happy that 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 shines through because that's the point of it for me um i i yeah that's that makes me feel so good man thank you um and i'm getting hung up on the idea of those uh dinosaur toys and and ending up in landfills or like you find these things anywhere from ebay for loads of money because people think they have like a a rare weirdo like it's like they're not worth that much Um, some of them are of course but you find them everywhere. You find them Salvation Armies, eBay, uh, uh, flea markets. And so I just kept finding the same. And these are all the dinosaurs we all played with. They've yep. been remaking these molds for so many years in some instances. So so those are literally like just the plastic junk they were cranking out. Just yeah. these, these vinyl, uh, hard, too soft plastic dinos. And... Uh, yeah, I started carving them up. And w- what's more is another little facet that I don't think I talk much about online or show much is when I'm building the little structures and the sceneries inside the dinosaurs, I start by gluing other pieces of toys and like kit bashed like nonsense, things I can't use visually. Mm-hmm. I start gluing them in as kind of like the skeleton of the mountains and the rocks and stuff. Yeah. And then I cover that all up with with a uh, an epoxy uh, dough. Mm-hmm. So it's sturdy as hell, but... We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, the galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have an engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation! Hooray! We've saved DLV2! Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE toys! Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures! DKE! I, I use those random junk shapes to inform random rocks in nature or bushes or what have you. So under there, there's likely like like any one of my my uh if you were to saw it in half and get a cross section you'd probably find like a luke skywalker arm from the kenner figure or like a little plastic army man or any just random bits that i couldn't use that i'm like i don't want to throw this in the garbage so incrementally yeah (laughs) it's like uh uh Shawshank Redemption, when, yeah. when the guy escapes and he, he lets the rocks out into the yard, I'm yep. like incrementally <laughs> trying to keep just the smallest bits of plastic out of landfills. So yeah, there I am pat- patting myself on the back again. <laughs> they, hey, keep Sorry. doing it. This is the your episode. Pat away, pat away. Right on, man. Thank we, you. Uh, I mean, let's start at the beginning. You, you talked about drawing from a very young age. Yeah. 
Um, and then in your twenties, you get to, and then we talked about your childhood and how you obviously had the toys, yeah. maybe not all of them, but you had them. I had you, a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the, like the heyday, right. GI Joe, star Wars, uh-huh. all yeah, those beauties. Yeah. I have to ask, did you happen to have, no one has said yes to this question, by the way, okay. the aircraft carrier. No, okay. no, man. No. What Just so mean? we're clear. <laughs> Who had that? Yeah, that's I, what I asked that question, and everyone says no. You know what, man? I my tattoo artist, yeah, had that as okay. a kid. Yeah, he, he's a liar. Uh, he is a liar. Yeah, I don't know, man. He said his uh, brother found it up in the attic, and he wanted me to take a look and see if it was worth anything. I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. Yeah, here's a fifty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Twenty bucks on this? No. He's a great guy. So, <laughs> but yeah, he claims to have had it. So until I see it, I call it bullshit. Yeah. 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 I've seen one. Uh, there's a place down here called TC Rockets. Uh-huh. And they just, they buy collections and stuff. And there's one on a shelf and it yeah. takes up the entire shelf and it's full of planes. And that's wild. Yeah. It's wild. It's just such an obscene toy. It's so yeah. big. It's like, I mean, nine it's feet, amazing. Right? Huh? It's something like nine feet. Something feet? like that. Yeah. It's it's too much but my god would i love to play with that yeah <laughs> no, i don't sorry this is what the living room is now yeah <laughs> everyone just... doesn't matter yeah i can't see the tv well, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching the <laughs> yeah. as you like you get through this and you realize that like toys and you like art and all these things how does that start to bleed into you growing up more how does that start to bleed into like early art for you? And then maybe oh. the years leading up to getting into your twenties and professional art and stuff. Wow, man. It, it just feels like everything was leading into it. So it's hard to delineate what, like where it kind of started because my parents like fostered me drawing when I was a child. My dad was an artist. Uh, yeah. He didn't do anything with it, but he he was able, he was a capable uh, painter uh, illustrator um so i picked a lot of it up from him and would watch what he was doing and and mimic it to the best of my abilities and i still actually have some side by sides like dad's drawing todd's drawing yeah you know, and mine, mine's all shitty but it's <laughs> it's good enough for uh, yeah whatever age i was at the time um but yeah so they fostered that I was lucky that I had art teachers that that were just glommed on, like recognized that I had a want and and some talent mm-hmm. uh, to do things. So all of my art teachers were just very influential. And and growing up, I always knew that uh, being an artist wasn't going to be this hugely lucrative thing unless I was something. You yeah. know, I mean, people don't. You, it's hard. I mean, these days it's a little, you can get into graphic design and things like that. Um, but to just be a working artist, like yeah. making what you want to make all day and and having that pay the bills is, is, it's like a lightning strike. Yeah. It's just so hard. It's so hard. And I'm, I'm not one of them. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think I am like this working artist that's successfully like I, I bust my ass i work all day i I work a day job i work freelance beyond that and then there's the toy art so you know it's like 
Um, I digress. But uh, yeah, so life just kind of always pointed me in the direction of you're going to make art, but don't 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 think about it being your career. Maybe fall back on something sturdy. and, And well, I don't think I have many skills otherwise. So I just kept being creative and trying my best at shit jobs forever. Yeah. Um, but I started getting in with like, uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll stop. In in seventh grade, eighth grade, I started drawing pictures of the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So I was doing bootleg Bart's way back when, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I would see the bootleg Bart shirts and like, that you, people obviously got at, at a flea market or something just non-legit yeah. uh not matt Groening approved so i started doing it like bart simpson as freddy krueger <laughs> i was like Fuck. Well, bart krueger and the kids in school in seventh and eighth grade started giving me five bucks a pop for these things and i okay. was like really you're going to give me five bucks for this thing that took me an hour, you know, uh, back then. And and I was like thrilled. I was so thrilled. And so I did that kind of thing. So it, I think that planted a seed. I'm like, all right, people sometimes buy art. And here I was doing fan art right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, which some people may frown upon, but that <laughs> leads to where I'm at right now. I mean, yeah. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, working with popular culture and nostalgia, you're going to get properties in there and, yeah. and step on some legal toes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I started doing that. I started doing things like painting jean jackets for metalheads. It's like, oh, you want to meta- uh, ride the lightning on, on your uh, the back of your jacket mm-hmm. or you want, you know, Axl Rose on your sleeve. Or Yeah. I got into the into punk rock shortly after that. And those kids wanted me to paint the exploited on their jackets or the misfits or the dead Kennedys. So I did. I'm doing that. I'm talking to a kid at a club one night, uh, a punk rock club here in in Connecticut. And uh, the owner of the club overhears me saying, oh, yeah, I'll I'll paint that uh, exploited logo on your jacket. And he goes, listen, I need a guy to come here and paint murals in my club. Um, you know, I'll give you free entry for life and uh, free sodas from the, the juice bar. So I was like, aces. <laughs> yeah. Went to shows there forever. Painted murals. That guy, uh, his name is Fer- Fernando Pinto. He He started a record label called Elevator Music and started putting out a lot of like, um, hardcore punk rock local stuff at first but then he started branching out and getting ska bands from all over the country um and i'll i'll put in this caveat i'm not a huge ska fan yeah (laughs) i got hired by him to make a bunch of ska record covers and i was like oh my god I'm, i'm making album covers and and this is all I've ever wanted. That said, the first one I made like 20 bucks. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks for this. I'm like, yes, I'm rich. I'm going to get coffee. Slice at least two times. Yeah, at least two times. And all right, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was psyched at the, uh, the, the prospect of my more than getting paid. I was thrilled at the idea of my art being all over the world, mm-hmm. like in, in, in people's uh, in local CD and record shops or or what have you. And there would be instances where I'd travel around the country and 
I had to peek at their ska section and I'd find my artwork. And I was like, that was what was satisfying. Yeah. More than the money, which is ridiculous because money is very helpful. I don't know if you know this. (laughs) (laughs) It is so, you know how many uh, 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 Godzilla toys you can buy with money? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You wouldn't have had to wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's where it became commercial for me. Mm-hmm. That said, I that that was my early now at my early twenties, and um, from then on, it, word of mouth spread, and I, I started doing a lot of punk rock, seven inch covers, t shirts, all that kind of thing, while working at like taco places or mm-hmm. coffee shops. Um, then I got a job at a uh, a hologram company a company Mm. that made the actual like little silver reflective holograms that you'll have like on a starter cap or or numbered on a action figure uh, to show its authenticity i walked into this place and i was like you guys need a graphic designer i know about computers i didn't know shit yeah (laughs) i knew how to check my email i knew how to open photoshop I made like all of my images, 72 DPI JPEGs back then. I was like, yeah, look, I know how to make a font. Yeah. Some <laughs> <a> mess. <laughs> this guy hired me on and I got to learn on the job. And that just blew the doors wide open for me in commercial art. I, I, I've been working in art ever since. I stayed with that company for 11 years. Uh, I became one of the only people in the United States who knew how to kind of set up and design art for holograms um and then i got laid off from that job because yeah. who's who's buying so many holograms you know what I mean? it's yeah. like so um but yeah i've been working in art in some capacity ever since for my day job and freelance so these days my d- day job is um uh doing illustrations for a textbook curriculum company which is Awesome. Wildly rewarding, man, to think that kids are looking at things that I like. I'm help potentially helping a kid to learn. Yeah, we all are the whole company. Um, But on top of that, I'm still working freelance. I do work for for bands, uh, laying out records or, or tour posters and that kind of thing. And but if I had it my way, I'd make dinoramas all day long, man. Yeah, that is my favorite place to be creatively like that is all me 100 percent. you know there's no influence from the outside and that's why i am so grateful that people like this stuff because it's me it's yeah. i'm not doing it for like i set out to do my toy art stuff to delight myself and i'd come up with an idea snicker at it or or it would make me feel something like that pang of nostalgia and I go, all right, I have to make this and get it out of my head. And then other people responded to that. And again, more than any money made, I was like, it, it, we're connecting. We're all connecting mm-hmm. and finding uh, like, uh, you know, like likeness in, in each other. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're all from similar backgrounds or not all. I mean, uh, but but some of the toy art people and and the collectors and all that can relate to a certain swath of pop culture. And it just, it feels great to, to put something out that is a hundred percent you and have people just delight in it. And yeah, 
Yeah. That, that's mean, my, that's my, that's what makes me thrilled. Yeah. Would I like loads of money? Of course. Who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> that's not the why money I'm topic. doing Yeah. That's yeah. not why I'm doing this. Like, like any other resin artist or, or even kit basher or customizer. If you're out there doing it for the money. Oof. Yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. Adjust yeah. your expectations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's crazy is, uh, I just talked to another artist recently and uh, they're starting to get into the toy art. And um, I told them clearly, I was like, Hey, if people like, if you make something and you know, mm. it's you and people don't want it, like, that's okay. It is. Oh, and yeah. when, when we work with Dove and sell with DKE, we know in the back of our head, there are specific things that are going to sell. Of course. And yes. so you you dive into that to help fund the stuff that you make until people see what you make. It's like some directors or movie filmmakers do that kind of thing. They'll make yeah. the the movie people that, that's going to pop the corn and sell the tickets. Yep. And then they'll make like some art house thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the figure that me and Battle Babies made some years ago, Boba Foot, that mm-hmm. was our art house figure. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> The thing was trash and we yeah. both know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think like what's what's cool is um you have hit that sweet spot where you get to make what is you, and yeah. then people also like we all always know who it is because right no no one else makes those that yeah. we which is cool. And then like cool. people want it, and so it's that yeah. cool sweet spot, and I, I love that you found that. Man, I love it too. And I'm like, there are times that I want to go on, on my social media and just be like, folks, thank you for just for, for following my ass and supporting this lunacy, uh, that I, I have been doing since 2013. It's just, yeah, it's moving. Mm -hmm. So if anyone ever, you know, feels like, well, that Todd sure, uh, sure takes things for granted that's bullshit (laughs) i'm so grateful for i don't take the the folks who have supported my stuff or just appreciate it yeah i don't require people to be buying up my stuff it's just i love the people who are like there and like into or following what i've done or like there are people who are like watching the dinorama progress which i've been doing those mostly for the past two years like yeah start of the pandemic is when i got into those but people have been like following my progress in those and and seeing how I've incorporated new skills or just learned. It's like I, I solved a problem or now I install lights into them or, you know, yeah. and it's just so it's really neat to to have that kind of uh, uh, feedback and, and just know that I'm making people smile and making people happy. I uh, I sold one uh dinorama in particular to a woman who has a little girl in the uk and they are raising this little girl i I mean i'm sure the little girl wants to be there but she's so into paleontology and has Mm -hmm. a very specific dinosaur that she loves and they contacted me and they told me all these things about their daughter like what kind of dinosaur like colors and stuff and I put this thing together. It took me a while. And something about the fact that I knew that I was doing it for a kid rather than like some pothead tattooed person Mm -hmm. that looks like 
(laughs) (laughs) I put so much more love into it, man. I was just like, this is not to say I don't put love into all my work, but I was like, that's, that's me when I was that little kid, that little weirdo that was excited about this or that. And to have something so uniquely special would have been rad. So I made this thing full out for her. It should have cost so much more, but it didn't. I was just like, just have, please take this thing. And the mom sent me back an audio message of the little girl in the UK saying thank you to me with the the little British accent. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like Eloise is saying thank you to me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, So that's, that's, that's the good stuff. At some point when you're creating uh, digitally and you mm-hmm. begin that journey and you continue along in your professional world and you work with the hologram company, you start dabbling in toys, 2013-ish. How do you make the jump from digital to toys? Ah, Let's see. My, how did I make the jump? Well, first I had to discover it was possible mm-hmm. and you know what's coming next. I found out about this resin toy artist online. Yeah. The suck Lord. I, uh, it was uh, like, I remember I was doing one of my late night eBay searches. I don't know when, uh, early 2000s, some point. And some of his stuff came up, Star Wars breakbeats. And then like the early suck Lord figures. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) I was like, whoa. I'm like, who, what is, how, why is it like this? I was so confused and delighted. I was like, this is unlike anything I've ever seen. And, you know, I mean, this is, I'm back in the day looking up Polish bootlegs and and Mm. like legit bootlegs, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, other country bootlegs. And that's where his stuff started to pop up. I'm like, what is happening? And it was so confusing to me and and nostalgic like i was like oh god that makes me feel like i wish i had all my stuff out still like i had it but it was packed yeah. away and then and i kind of forgot about it for uh, for a while I, I and i admittedly never bought anything from him at the time because i was working probably at a coffee shop or something and i couldn't afford anything any yeah. not just you know and it, you know prices have always been great uh then work of art the the show on that he was on happened um uh-huh. is that what it was called work of art yes yeah next great artists i think next great artists or, yeah right anyway so that happened and i'm like oh, all right there's that dude that that's got to be the guy and i put it together later it was morgan it, it yeah. was the, the same dude and i was like this is fascinating not long after that my ex-wife who's a dear friend of mine still bought me um uh, that that kind of reusable silicone stuff yeah. that you can pop the one in the, the mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff smells terrible, by the way. Yeah. It, smells, it smells like someone, like a corpse ate a fish and farted. It's just the worst smell ever. Yeah. I, anyway, so she bought me this stuff. I threw a Darth Vader in there. I cooked it like I cooked it in the microwave. Popped the Darth Vader in there. Tried pouring resin. It was a mess. Yeah. It was such a mess. And then I found out about like where to find legitimate materials, smooth on or aluminite, all that stuff. And I just dove in and and made my first resin figure, which was uh, 
Spock Trooper. It was a space madness figure. Yeah. Um, and since this is uh, for people who don't know Spock Trooper, all I did was I took a Kenner Stormtrooper, um, sawed off his head and kind of rebuilt his shoulders into place. And I put a Spock head on from the Mego Star Trek motion picture figures, mm -hmm. the little tiny Spock head. And then I was like, huh? Yeah, right. Because Spock, Spock is like the Jedi, the Jedi guy. So they break into the Death Star and he's dressed like a stormtrooper. But wouldn't it be funny if the stormtrooper looked like he was in a Federation in Spock's uniform? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did the little Star Trek in, uh, uh, badge on his chest and painted it uh, to look like a S Star Trek uniform. And I, I loved it. I was so happy with it because I grew up a one of those weirdo people who like both star wars and star trek mm -hmm. and i was like this is fun this makes me happy that they're together and it's gonna piss off some people so that makes me happy yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? because people shouldn't take themselves that seriously fandom right. you, you like what you like and you can they can overlap they can you can do whatever you want with it and that's what space madness was it was me taking all of the sci-fi from my childhood and just cramming it together yeah. and so yeah, that was the first, and, and that's things took off from there. Uh, I started doing conventions, uh, started making friends all over the country, and I say friends because people who have legitimately like stuck with me since then, since 2013. That like I go to their their homes and we mm -hmm. we we're actual friends, you know, people across the country, and I was it was just the connection I was looking for at the time, so. Yeah. So yeah, the the switch into making uh from 2D to 3D uh art uh just I don't know. It's like I can't I still love doing 2D and doing digital stuff or just paintings or sketches, but I love sculptural now and using all these bits and found objects and and popping them together and see what we can make new. Yeah. Because there's not a, you know, there's the ideas have been exhausted we've we've how many new i i don't like whenever somebody gets bent out of shape mm -hmm. that someone stole my idea oh my god someone released a like if someone tomorrow put out a spock with a stormtrooper body I wouldn't get bent out of shape because i yeah. didn't invent stormtroopers or spock <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean it's just we're just we're just drawing from the same pool, you know, yeah. and it's very, it's very shallow. So yeah, we're, we're going to make the same shit now and again. Um, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't make it or put your spin on it or, or, you know, what have you. But anyway, I, I think I just went off, off a, on a tangent. No, it's good. Uh, I'll let things, you do the interviewing. <laughs> two things came up in that one. Um, I wasn't ever into Star Trek, but when I was a little kid, yeah. Uh, my mom was okay and yeah the only thing that i remember from star trek i know nothing about it was i came out and i saw wharf uh -huh. and i had to have that thing that as, thing <laughs> yeah like whatever it was as uh as like a toy or something yeah that was the only star trek little thing i had would you end up with like a playmates some yeah something that uh i don't i just remember the head felt like you saw it did 
I love that. Like, and yeah. and for for people who can't see the visual, you just made that thumb gesture of like yeah. running your finger over the ridges of Worf's uh, forehead. Yeah, that's a visceral memory I have, and I have shared, or actually he shared it with me, and then I was like, yes, that's a thing we both did growing up. Uh, Battle Babies. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, he's a friend of mine, and he he. I will be honest. He's instrumental in taking me from like the resin figures into kit bashing and making one-offs because mm -hmm. that's what he was doing. And he kind of showed me the ropes and I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with it now, you know? So it was, these influences helped Morgan uh, Battle Babies, who, his real name is Brad. Um, these influences are very much still a part of me. Uh, but Brad was talking to me about his Star Wars figures when he was a kid and looking at them and considering that someone had made this and mm -hmm. had sculpted this and running his his thumb over like and me i remember specifically hammerhead rubbing my finger over the veiny arms i'm like yep. somebody did this you know what i mean and uh it, it just i've i've always marveled at it it's a feat of design it's it's engineering and design this little five point or five points of articulation 3.75 uh figure yeah is art and that's how i see it i see it as art i see it as playable art um and, and so to me that's limitless what can be made in toys and toys can be beautiful and i think toys are very much like there will be uh archaeologists digging up these bits of plastic and going look at this thing they worshipped apparently it was yeah ig 88 <laughs> you know it's like they're gonna be so goddamn confused but yeah but it's they're they're these little uh proxies for our heroes our fantasies our desires or yeah i'm it's sitting our, here looking at so many action figures right now <laughs> it's our I, I always think uh you know we find we excavate those little uh like fertility goddesses and things totally yeah in the like future it's a villain yeah, yeah in the future it's going to be like this is their fertility goddess yeah mr t yep how <laughs> 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 oh, funny i uh what also came from all of what you were talking about is it it, be, it becomes exhausting because you're right right none of us have had we have our own ideas but yeah. those ideas have probably been thought before mm-hmm there's so many people on the face of the planet. There's oh, yeah. only this much pop culture. Yes. And exactly. I it gets exhausting to hear sometimes of um if people are like, oh, I did that and now they're doing it. It's like, well, I mean, yes, it is what it is. It happens. Yeah. My my favorite uh moment with that happened with uh, do you know the artist based gore? What was that again? Based gore. Uh, I don't ben, ben he's in the uk okay he had I, it, painted these uh bear figures mm -hmm. uh to look like uh winnie the pooh or paddington or these sure and yeah. named it and it was fun oh yes 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 i remember these now yeah i think i've seen them online yeah and i yeah. i hadn't seen the uh winnie the pooh one and i was like that i got a giant bear one i was like this is gonna be awesome yeah, so I paint it up, take a picture of it, and I get a message from him. And he's like, hey, uh, I, I already made it, um, but here's a list of all the ones I haven't made. And just was like, 
there are other ones that you can make in, in case you don't yeah. want to go this route. So yeah. instead of getting like super upset or anything, yeah, he, he handled it so much better than anyone I've ever encountered. That is that is cool. Yeah, but what's to say you can't make your own uh, Winnie the Pooh or yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I paint all kinds of figures to look like other figures. I am sure I have done something someone else has done or, or someone's doing something right now that I have yeah. done that I was so fucking proud of. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, nobody thought of this. How could yeah. I be so genius? Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the case. It's just, right. I think of ideas and I've heard others describe it as such, but I think of ideas and creativity as coming from like this collective, this ether, the collective unconscious. And, and sometimes we just get lucky and we peer into it and go and we pop out and pull out the little snippet of an idea. And, yeah. but, but I think we all have access to that at points. So that it's, it's almost like, I feel like the ideas aren't ours. Like right we channel them they happen to us uh, i mean at the risk of sounding hippy dippy you know <laughs> but but that said there are things that i've conceived of and i've made that don't that don't uh draw from pop culture or don't mm. uh, you know that i would be a little i would be miffed if if somebody just started like if someone started doing dinoramas yeah that's a different animal thing is if they were doing it the same way i'm doing it or or you know i think they you'd see a difference in style mm -hmm. i think people would be able to notice if someone were setting out to do them exactly the way i do mine mm -hmm. that would be the problem but if they were like we want to do dinoramas but fuck it they they're filled with cats <laughs> go yeah. nuts man or how fun or or these dinosaurs are dressed up like people or what like, just put your own thing onto it and now you've expanded the 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 idea and it's it's evolving and growing and now it's up to me to come up with something different or or, yeah. or, or continue do, doing what i'm doing but yeah the the it, it's a real hard line especially when you are using found objects or existing properties products shapes yeah you know? so yeah we're gonna step on each other's toes plenty yeah. And I think it's, uh, it's always interesting. I, uh, what, one of the pieces that you do, I've seen it twice on your page. Uh, it's when you take the animals and you paint it up like the cantina yeah, yeah. or the dinosaurs and the dinosaurs I, or yeah. And I like, cause then it's like you, you find a way to do something that not many artists I know do. Like you are drawing from that pop culture, but your style is still so prevalent. That that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and so it's like, thank you. Uh, you did the hammerhead as yeah. hammerhead, which was yeah. I was like, oh my, okay. How can yeah. this get better? And then you did the the four dinosaurs as the yeah. cantina, and it was like well, you did it. Well, I did. I did the. I think it started with walrus man. So I took a walrus and painted it in in those mm -hmm. color blocks, and then the hammerhead shark. Then I was like, fuck it. It doesn't need to be a, a linear. I'm like, just these dinosaurs are now yeah. cantina aliens. Or if you want to paint them to look like Mr. T <laughs> or, yeah. or, or Spock, it, it it doesn't matter, you know? So, yeah, I I guess what's happened, what you're seeing, and, and I'm so happy to hear reports back, is that <laughs> you're just seeing me have fun. And mm -hmm. I'm glad other people are having fun 
two with it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. When you uh, started producing and you started doing your first characters, what was your idea of, cause you're, you're witnessing other people at the same time yeah. selling and suck yeah. doing his thing. And this is like the, like the cusp of Instagram starting and all that. Yeah. What, um, were your hopes for this? Is it still that you were just trying to figure out different art forms or you just want to have fun or were you hoping? My hopes. Was, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a damn good question, man. Cause wow. What are my hopes for this? Yeah. Primarily I want to keep having fun yeah. and I want it to at least pay for itself. So I'm not, you know, just draining, uh, zeroing yeah. Out. yeah, maxing out and, and losing money. So that that's great when it does that. Um, I just want to keep making things that make people think. Like I was about to say that make people happy, but over the past years or so, I started making some darker things that aren't so happy, you know, yeah. and, and by design, I want people to think about what is in front of them. And if it makes them unhappy or uncomfortable, that's exactly the way they ought to feel. Uh, looking at it but yeah I, I i think i just want to elicit feeling you know moving yeah. that's all um do i want to be a famous rich artist yeah but i'm probably <laughs> not going to be yeah and i'm all right with that man i'm happy i've got what i need i've got my home my food and uh clothed and warm in the winter and uh I've got my friends and my loves. Uh, yeah, man, I just I just want to keep making stuff. Yeah, I would like to, as well. Uh, like, should I? Should I? When I shovel yeah. off, I want to be remembered. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a lot to ask in this world today, because things are so chaotic and muddied, and there's so much going on. It's easy to just vanish within it you know like this is a blip we're all on instagram thinking we're we're lasting famous artists and the minute instagram folds a lot of people go away a lot of that fame and potentially mine included fame i say like i'm walking down the street (laughs) and people are like yo jump fed (laughs) no it's actually todd (laughs) that's a callback (laughs) but um yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would like to leave something behind, but that's really, that's a tricky uh, want, because one, we're not going to really be around to celebrate it, are we? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, so who who gives a shit? But, yeah. But also, I give a shit. I would yeah. love people to go, hey, man, there's that weird time. Remember that pandemic and that weirdo that made all those dinosaurs inside of dinosaurs? That was pretty great. Yeah, that, that be, made the life of the yeah, pandemic that much brighter. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, so, well, because I think about that stuff and like, it's hard for me to pinpoint what fame even means, right? Like I had right. uh, the five point or part series with Sucklord. And yeah. as he's talking through his life and him trying to figure out on this like rise and fall of his own life and where he's headed. Yeah. And this is the guy that, potentially started everything that we are now working around oh he did 
Yeah, and and <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to go ahead and say he did. Yeah, and he is yeah. still saying I don't view myself as famous. I'm not this or and, and so it's right. it's a tricky yeah. thing. And then you have artists. Um, uh, I mean, we've talked about the Shogun Godzilla. Have yeah. you seen uh, the Shinzilla or the Cookzilla monster? It's Cookie Monster with Grover on the yes. end of the tail. Yes. Yeah. So the artist that made that, uh, Gabriel, man, I wish I knew his last name. He yeah, ended up yeah. dying. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was oh, a, wow. it was a few years ago. And oh, wow. what is crazy is even now by the fact that I can't remember his last name, but I can tell you everything I remember about that piece. Yeah. Speaks to the longevity of this. Right. That's 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 the legacy. So yeah, even if one of my pieces just lasts and yeah. Or like <laughs> I like to picture like some future version of Antiques Roadshow and some weirdo brings in a dinosaur with a hole cut in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the guy going, Wow, I've only seen four of these in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a a Todd junk fed Rogers. I'll be like, no, my name's just Todd <laughs> <laughs> from the dead. <laughs> you know? I, um, and that's the hope. I, yeah, I, I, I hope, hope that yeah. our toys make it to all yeah. those that bought my first toys. I can tell yeah. you with full sincerity, those will not make it. They, yeah. they weren't well put together. They didn't. <laughs> that was yeah. my bad. Uh, no, the you're ones, right. Yeah. The ones up uh, the past, I'd say year, you guys good. got it. It'll be good. Yeah. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, man, that, that is the hope, I guess, to leave something behind. But in the meantime, I set my sights on making myself happy with yeah. the process. And and if it makes other people happy along the way or, or enchants them or just makes, again, makes them think, I've I've succeeded. So I consider myself in that respect a successful artist because I I do have just this wealth of like the the little girl leaving me a voice message saying how how much she liked her her dinorama and uh and just you know I've I've had these little wins and little validations from from the types of people buying my stuff or sharing a message about why they're buying a piece with me. It's just, that's what I'm going to count. And therefore I am rich. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But boy, man, I am not rich. I have no money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My wife, like she, she will talk about that stuff. Cause um, we'll talk about like people sell toys for whatever, however much money. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm like, that's crazy. And she's like, "Wow, that artist might be rich." I was like, "Well, I mean, are you counting in time and supplies?" Because I you think know he's the making, time. Right? Yeah, he's making yeah. pennies on the dollar right now. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're lining that up as an hourly pay, whoo. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't think of it in that way because that's yeah. depressing. Yeah. Like, how quick am I to? fight for other people to have like a sustainable living wage while at the same time saying like no no don't count my hours i put into this toy right right yeah but i let go of those hours too because if Mm -hmm. i don't um it will start to hurt and and feel bad and like i'm not getting enough for what 
those hours are me. And that's why I'm like, I'm just enjoying this. I enjoying mm. moving my hands around and making the shapes and, yeah. and gluing in or painting or making the thing. And that is a sort of payment. I'm considering it as a sort of that enjoyment is my, yeah. what I get from it, you know? And if someone wants to take it home, that's like the fee for adopting it, the adoption. Fee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can have this one. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's no lie, though. Girl. Every time I I make something and it sells, mm-hmm. especially one-offs, there's a little heartbreak. Mm. It's not that I think it's the best thing ever, but I've just spent so much goddamn time with this thing, you know? Yeah. Like, we were intimate. I was this close to my little mm-hmm. baby for, for hours upon hours, sometimes weeks, depending yeah. on the project. And I just send it off into the world. Yeah, never <laughs> yeah. to be seen again. Never dude never yeah i mean there are some that's why when people give me feedback or give me a message that's that's where i really really just feel all the love yeah yeah it's crazy to think about that i uh i recently saw one of my things on ebay and i was like yeah that's a weird thing right yeah it's like what the hell is happening here why would you do that just call me yeah i'll I'll get you one uh it was just such a crazy um because they they always they they word it weird right yeah Yeah, because we're we're all artists i guess and so with that we make small runs so it's technically rare yes i don't love the term rare in front of my piece though because that makes it so much different right yeah no they're being manipulative and trying to they're trying to trick someone. Yeah. I, I think anyone who knows what, what they're looking at, like think of what I said about me finding uh, Morgan's stuff on the internet way back in the day. I didn't know what was happening. So picture another person not quite getting toy art and going, holy shit, there's this thing out there. Yeah. Like this company made, why is it this much? Oh, there's only 10. And, you know, it's pulling a fast one. The, that yeah. that person looking at that auction doesn't know they could probably just call you and you'd be like, fuck yeah, man, I'll do that for whatever it costs. The first time I sold it. Yeah. And I love, like, I was just listening to the Dead Greedy episode and I love that he will offer up uh, uh, offer up a piece to thwart the, the flipper. Yeah. You know, the, the person flipping. And I did that some few years back few years probably more than a few years but somebody i forget what figure it was i think it was the last space madness figure somebody bought it from the dk booth at mm-hmm. new york comic-con while i was standing there and dove goes hey the artist is right here uh he could sign it for you i'm like ah, i'm not a big i feel weird signing shit it yeah. just feels very weird to me anyway he's like he could sign it and the kid was like yeah here sign it sign it and then someone said something about about flippers and people picking up like and before i left new new york comic-con i looked up my name i did a a vanity search on on (laughs) ebay we've all done it that figure that i had signed that day was already up Using the DKE photo that they downloaded from the site. I was like, you motherfucker. Dang. You know, I, I mean, and it was up for like double or triple. I'm like, so immediately. Yeah. I think I went back to my hotel and I'm like, anyone wants this? I'm making more apparently. 
Yeah. You know, it's like death to flippers. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, I'm all about that. And I think yeah. too, um, that's always the part, that's always the hardest part too with um, like selling with Dove at DKE. If someone, like yeah. if it does sell out and someone else wants one, I'm restricted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless I put the word or the AP on the back, that artist. Yeah, or, yeah or vary it in some way. Uh, yeah. And so yeah. that's always an interesting thing. Cause I never like, I want, I, I have a hard time considering what I do art sometimes when I'm in whatever feelings I'm in. Yeah. And so it's a moment of like, oh, I just, if you want it, let me just get this to you. Yeah. Let's validate yeah. some feelings here. Exactly, man. Yeah. The, 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 oxytocin hit that you're getting right there because somebody wants what you made yeah mm, it's good stuff <laughs> yeah let's release yeah. all those chemicals i love yeah. it yeah so what's cool about you as an artist too is you're coming up on your 10 year yeah and this yeah. Yeah. this like toy art and all that what's coming our way for the junk I... fed 10 year 10 year wow i guess it should be official huh <laughs> it's gotta be your next yeah. year is that year for you yeah yeah holy christ yeah well, thanks for laying the fire under my ass yeah. <laughs> i better get on it uh i actually would like to get back into a, doing some more resin pieces um it's been a while i i'm not going to stop the dioramas and it's yeah. going beyond dinosaurs there's all kinds of things that i'm cutting into and building worlds into at this point um but i i, I am missing resin figures yeah and i i i've been it's a thing i i don't do often but over the years i've sculpted my own like dead straight up my own designs and made casts of them of course they don't sell as well yeah, because nobody knows what the hell they are. You mm -hmm. know, they're not a Star Wars or a, yeah. a, a this or that or. A, um, but yeah, I'd like to revisit Space Madness. I think I'm not quite done. I think I'm going to do a prequel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go the route of uh, Star Wars and just like, yeah, I always meant to do the prequels. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> totally and uh yeah then we'll do three more later <laughs> you yeah. know it's like <laughs> yeah so i i'd like to riff on that a little more um but i do i do want to start sculpting some things and i'm i'm hoping to do something vinyl yeah. soonish uh within a year i'm giving myself so if that could land uh somewhere around 10 years of junk fed that would be rad yeah you know, are we talking be on the money. 12 15 inch figure vinyl probably 12 Okay. Yeah, stay and stay with him. Just less there's, expensive for now. Yeah. There's <laughs> something about giant soft vinyl figures. Yeah. That this is I don't know any other word, but I'm attracted to. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. They're, they're the just... the old Ninja Turtle ones that are that big. I have a couple oh, Mexican bootleg. Yeah. Those are wild. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like those are uh, crazy and then uh seeing people like last bastion with their ragnar one that's just incredible I don't like know some what... of the things people yeah. are doing man the talent out there is yeah phenomenal it's just uh, and i love even being uh even if i'm a footnote in part of this toy art scene or or, or world or movement whatever you want to call it i i'm just glad to be part of it yeah. it's 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 a lot of fun it's a lot of fun when everyone's 
uh, having fun and not taking themselves so seriously, which does happen. But but uh, yeah, I, I'm thrilled to be part of this. There's a yeah. lot of talent flowing, man, from people, you know, Suck Lord, Killer Bootlegs, uh, uh, all, the, all the OGs, you know, yeah. to uh, dweebs like me. Yeah. <laughs> so doing doing whatever I'm doing. And, you know, they're, it's weird. I like where I'm at. And I like that I started kind of doing resin toys. Uh, and I'm just not doing those now. And I, it just it's like if I get bored one day I'm, I'm going to shift over to this other medium or this other uh uh like i had my dinorama period you know yeah. <laughs> it's like like oh yes throughout the pandemic todd rogers lost his mind and cut into uh, every dinosaur toy he could find <laughs> i just that museum display would be so fun if it was like yes this is his his pre-photoshop era his photoshop era <laughs> and his toy dinosaur era <laughs> yeah and here's an audio recording of uh, Toys on Tap that yeah. you can listen to if you rent our headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yep. uh, it, I, yeah, I, it's just so it, it's crazy to see like artists like yourself that have been in this for so long, and even now you're like, hey, you're not going to survive off this, but it you will get joy. Yeah, like this yeah, is what we're so. in it for, and so. You know, you know who I think is going to be remembered is Morgan. Yeah. And I think, I think that, I think his note in, in this, not to kiss his ass or anything. I'll, I'll break his balls as hard as I'll kiss his <laughs> ass, you know, but he is the important, he, he's, he's the one. He, as far as the resin yeah. figures go, he's the one. I mean, there are people for vinyl, uh, innovations and, and and different kinds of toys and and there are customizers out there that like that's the customizer guide you go to or that's the you know but as far as the bootleg toy scene it's Morgan and I think 50 years down the road they're gonna be like yeah and, and pop artist uh, Morgan the suck lord he'll yeah. be significant and he ought to be I think because the dude just thought out of the box and now we're all thinking in that box yeah. <laughs> you know and it's like we're all like no me too yeah um, we I all mean, jumped on his coattails to slow yeah, him down I mean, there are standouts healy uh, uh yeah. killer those guys you know are doing production things they're doing it, it's fantastic to see but yeah i don't i don't think i'm anything uh I, i'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't sound like uh low self-esteem or yeah. low, low, low comedy i just don't really think i'm anything all that special it's just just i'm having fun you're having fun great let's all have fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's where i'm at um i'm grateful yeah yeah which is such a good place to be i yeah. think it's um it's a good description of why things like even this podcast exists. Cause it's like the scene is fun. I like mm -hmm. talking to people and yeah. I love hanging out with all these different artists, like going to designer con and having people say hi. And it's like, yeah, man, like, I, Hey, I interviewed you. Uh, my analytics say 400 days ago. So this is incredible that you remember my name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's things. so wild, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. And and to hear that you might have 
influence someone like i i i've been in it long enough to where people have said oh that thing you did inspired me to do this i'm like oh no i'm so old <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know but that's lovely that yeah. is just it's perpetuating creativity and art and expression and ultimately communication which i don't know if you've noticed the world lately yeah. but it's not communicating well with with each other like we're not right. doing well as a species uh so yeah i i don't know it, it just like the like-minded should all start giving each other hugs rather than biting each other on the back yeah yeah so junk bed as we come to sorry todd What'd we... you just call me, man? I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, as we... It's actually, it's Todd! <laughs> yeah, it's Todd. As we come to the end of each episode, my favorite part is where you as the artist get to just plug everything that you've got going on. Tell us oh, about man. those things and how we can find you. And you've been you've been on another Resin Toy podcast. I, I listened to I that. Have, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. I was like, which one? <laughs> With Kit, yeah. And yeah. then you had your own podcast. Plug everything you'd like to plug. I will. I will. So the, the best place to start is junkfed.com. Yeah. And though I haven't done much blogging or podcasting, there are articles there. And that will give you some insight into what the hell I am, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, and other than that, um, at junkfed on Instagram, Twitter and facebook if that's still a thing that exists but it's out there <laughs> it's up there yeah yeah i heard they're switching over to it's all music accounts now that's a myspace joke uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um yeah that's where you find me right uh say hello i'm relatively friendly yeah the most friendly which is nice Thank you so much for being on. Hey, it's man, always thank, a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I, I truly appreciate it. It's great talking. Toys on tap. Toys on tap. Next episode. <laughs> it's great. It's amazing. You're going to want to listen to it. It's not right now, though. You're going to have to wait till the next episode to listen to it. Oh, when's that? The next one. Cool. Toys on tap. Toys on tap. The next one's going to be good, too. So stay tuned and, and, and listen to that. Toys on tap. Awesome.